1: Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Okay,
2: three, two, three, two, hit it. It's time to double down with Max and Stacy on Sputnik Radio. Coming up on the show, we talk to Trace Mayer. But first. American actor, cowboy, and humorist Will Rogers once quipped, "Quote: The only difference between death and taxes is that death doesn't get worse every time Congress meets." Ha ha ha! If he were alive today to see what's happening in Arizona, he might change his mind. If he were a no coiner, no coiner, hmm, Stacy.
1: Yeah, because in Arizona, there's uh, something happening that no coiners have said. The, their biggest argument against Bitcoin is that, well, you can't pay taxes with Bitcoin, and therefore Bitcoin isn't legal tender. It's not a legitimate currency. It'll never be money. The government will destroy it and blah, blah, blah. Well, remarkably, Arizona Senate passes a bill to allow tax payments in Bitcoin. The Arizona passed a bill on February 8th to allow residents in the state to pay their taxes with cryptocurrencies. This is the Senate Bill 1091. And this must now pass the House of Representatives in Arizona. But it looks like, you know, they want to, you know, obviously all governments want their taxes, but uh, they also want to encourage all these blockchain companies to come into Arizona.
2: As I've said many times, Bitcoin has an agenda and that agenda is not entirely known. In other words, the protocol is marching forward and knocking down obstacles And the pundits who said it couldn't be done are now have egg on their face. Many said, oh, you know, you can never pay taxes with Bitcoin. Therefore, it's never going to be blah, blah, blah. Well, and also like the marijuana, you know, it got one state passed it, then another state passed it. This thing is a freaking freight train to the to, to 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 hyper Bitcoinization. Well,
1: you know, I want to devote as much time as possible to our guest, Trace Mayer, because he is OG in this space. He's an original gangster investor in Bitcoin, he's early adopter of Bitcoin, he's an early investor in many of the biggest companies in the Bitcoin space. He's also, you know, a guy who would uh, be interested in the sort of issue of taxation. And Trace Mayer, what do you think of this move in Arizona?
3: Oh, well, thanks so much for having me, you two. Uh, Longtime friends of you. So the taxation issue in Arizona, I think it just shows how desperate these governments are to get paid any way they can. You know, all money's money, as 50 Cent said, when he accepted Bitcoin for his uh, album. And then he found out a couple years later that the Bitcoins he accepted were now worth $8 million. So I think once these governments especially the state governments in the U.S. because of how we have our bifederalism, uh, bifederalism, is that in their sovereign entities, the state governments are right. And they created the federal government. So when they start really harnessing some of the financial benefits from Bitcoin, I think we're going to see a fight between the states and the federal government in the monetary arena. Keep in mind, the U.S. Federal Reserve note is unconstitutional and the federal government has no specific enumerated power under article 1 section 8 to make anything legal tender let alone gold or silver or a federal reserve note so that's unconstitutional and that issue was squarely framed in city versus dover in 1991 and the us supreme court refused to hear it probably because it's a political question so i think that you know when you start talking about the money and taxes Bitcoin is going to cause the states to really fight against the federal government. We might even see stuff like nullification get pulled out.
2: Yeah, I agree with you, Trace. Could be another huge states versus federal government matchup in the works. Let me ask you about the price here. Bitcoin has dropped over 60% at one point. Now, you've got the mayor multiple. It hit 44 which was a sell signal if you're an active trader. Of course, many people are just hodlers and don't do much trading. But if you are a trader, the mayor multiple has been proven to be a pretty reliable indicator. Tell us about the mayor multiple. What's it saying now?
3: Yeah. So the mayor multiple, uh, and I didn't name it, uh, actually Preston, he hosts the the investors podcast. He made it and he even made a site, mayormultiple.com for it. And someone else made a Twitter account. So I guess people are finding it useful and helpful. Anyways, the mayor multiple is pretty simple. You just take the current price and you divide it by the 200 day moving average. And that gives you a relative price. And one thing that I like about that is you're basically canceling out the numerator of whatever you're measuring. In this case, it's the it's the Federal Reserve note or the United States dollar that you're canceling out. And then what you can do is you can plot that relative price over time. And I like the 200-day moving average because it filters out all the daily noise and pumps and dumps and stuff like that. It shows you the long-term trend. And when you plot that over time, then you can start drawing statistical standard deviations you know, to figure out where it's undervalued and where it's overvalued. And so like you said, when it hit 4.4X, in December, you know, it had only been above that price something like 3% of total trading days in the last 7 years. And then when we hit 0.77x here in in February It's only been below that in something like 12% of trading days. So first, I think you should always make a fundamental analysis. In this case, it's the seven network effects for why you hire Bitcoin that I came up with. But then when you're actually looking at moving in and out of an asset or an asset class, I like to use these technical analysis indicators, something like the mayor multiple, to at least give me a little bit of a picture of where we're currently at, whether something's cheap or expensive, whether it's really cheap, really expensive, or whether it's just fairly valued. And so that's what this mayor multiple kind of gives us is it gives us a, a little bit of a, you know, a second light in the lighthouse to figure out where to chart our course.
1: Now, let's go deeper into that whole fundamental story. You obviously years ago saw the fundamental reason to invest in Bitcoin. Many newbies into the space, lots of people are just hearing about it and they're like, oh, my God, I'm too late. The the price of Bitcoin went from 10 cents up to 20,000 already. I missed everything. What do you looking forward in 2018, 2019? What do you see as The next uh, reason, the fundamental reason why the network can expand, what sort of developments do you see in the whole Bitcoin space?
3: Yeah, so I would say that 2018 is where we're really going to start seeing the second and third network effects start to get built out. You know, and on my podcast, Bitcoin Knowledge, i had gone thoroughly in depth into these seven network effects because you could have entire shows and lots of shows about each of these network effects. So we've got speculation, merchants, consumers, miners or security, developers, financialization, things like CME, futures or ETFs, and then the seventh network effect of world reserve currency status. So the, the second and third network effects, merchants and consumers, because segregated witness got activated in August. A little bit contentiously with user-activated soft fork threat, but eventually the miners conceded because they realized that, hey, look, Bitcoin Core has got 170,000 nodes connected in the last 30 days. It's an unstoppable freight train. At the end of the day, the miners don't really have much power in the Bitcoin network at all. It's the users that have monetary sovereignty by running a full node and holding their own private keys. And so because segregated witness got activated, it's laid the foundation for the lightning network. We've now got over 600 lightning network nodes operating on the main net. And all the lightning developers are like, stop doing this. It's risky. They're bugs. You could lose money. But I'm like, hey, I want to have fun, too. You guys shouldn't be the only ones operating at the forefront of financial technology. I want to play with it. And if I lose some of my money, that's my prerogative. So we got 600 nodes on main lightning network that are actually have Bitcoins at risk. Something like six Bitcoins are locked up in in channels. And what this lightning network is going to be able to do, it's a second layer on Bitcoin. So that means we have all the benefits of the first layer of Bitcoin. And then we have compartmentalized a second layer where we can have thousands, millions of transactions per second trustless. It's not an IOU. These, this is actually Bitcoin locked up using uh, smart contracts and multi-signature and taking advantage of the transaction, mailability fix and SegWit. all this stuff. And so, you know, Bitcoin has been kind of clumsy. It's a store of value, speculation, first network effect, just the tip of the route, $17,000 in December, right? But when we actually get the velocity of Bitcoin to speed up, when we're able to use it in a lot of these transactions with things like Lightning Network, I think that's where we're going to really start to see a lot of adoption start to be able to happen, you know, because so far it's just been the first network effect. We haven't we haven't been able to onboard somebody like an Amazon or a Walmart. We just don't have the capacity and the transaction fees get too high, but we can do this on the second layer.
2: Right. The uh, seven network effects and take some time and... During this period of scaling and the move to second and third layer, we have seen the rise of altcoins that do stuff that Bitcoin hasn't been able to do yet because of the time it's taken to scale it up. Do you foresee, Trace Mayer, when these newest developments are implemented that some of these altcoins would be impacted and is there going to be a shakeout? What do you think?
3: Yeah, they're definitely going to have to figure out what their value proposition is. I mean, we got 1500 of them. We get forks every day. And if people aren't claiming their forks and airdrops, like figure out how to how to run full nodes and sync your private keys, because there's definitely a bid in the market for some of these things like Bitcoin Core, uh, Bitcoin X, Stellar, Byteball Lumens, Bitcoin Cash, Bitcoin Gold. I mean, we got tons of them, right? But yeah. Like when we're looking at what Lightning Network is going to enable, I mean, we can do cross blockchain atomic swaps with it. Hodl Hodl is the first decentralized peer to peer exchange. Uh, Bitcoin Litecoin will be able to, you know, I mean, it's just going to be crazy. Then we got stuff like Dandelion and Mass, the Merkleized AppTag syntax trees built into Lightning Network. The developers, because they're cypherpunks and believe in monetary sovereignty, And part of that is fungibility. They built in an onion routing style to it, just like Tor. So, you know, we're going to get privacy, anonymity there. Then we have uh, Mast. And if you saw a recent paper that came out of uh, Blockstream guys, Greg and and Wooly and stuff, then you can have these Mast contracts actually like, you know, they can actually settle onto the Bitcoin blockchain and appear just like a regular signature. So that's really cool, too. So then people don't necessarily know exactly how people are using the Bitcoin network. You know, they might think, oh, they're just sending $50 back and forth when in reality, they're executing some extremely complex smart contract through MAST. And then also Blockstream is rolling out a price data feed with ICE, which if they're going to be able to broadcast that with their satellites, then now we've got an an oracle where we can hedge out some of this exchange rate volatility with the dollar. So it's extremely exciting, all the innovation and stuff that's happening with the Bitcoin protocol. And none of these other coins have nearly the mining power securing it. That Bitcoin does, which adds to the immutability, nor do they have custom infrastructure like satellites, which beam the blockchain to the entire globe now in a censorship-resistant way. And then all you have to do to to push a transaction is send something out like an SMS text message, which you could do with an Iridium satellite phone. So we have all the advantages of the current internet infrastructure, plus we have custom internet infrastructure to make it even more censorship-resistant and further harden it. I mean, this is an unstoppable freight train in terms of these network effects.
1: Well, so this conversation is just so fascinating compared to what Many newbies to the space are just tuning into CNBC and hearing about it there. And it's all about price. And it's as if that's the only thing that matters about Bitcoin. Max and I just returned from Satoshi Roundtable. The level of conversation going on there, it was exactly like this. There are so many exciting developments happening on the tech front that you can't believe it. And basically, Bitcoin has had all of these capabilities since day one. It's just some of these altcoiners got very impatient with waiting for the technologies to deploy, But they're all coming soon. In the last two minutes here, what do you have to say about, you know, while we were at Satoshi Roundtable, the SEC chairman, uh, Jay Clayton, and the CFTC chairman, Christopher Giancarlo, spoke before a Senate committee. And especially the CFTC chairman, he was really positive about Bitcoin. And his argument was that it should develop like the internet, i.e. do no harm regulation. Is that positive, negative? Do you just ignore all regulators?
3: No, I think mean, regulators have their part to play. I really like Giancarlo's uh, adding hodl to the congressional record. I thought that was great. But also just his his take on it, like, look, the millennials are fed up and they're sick and tired of the baby boomers. And now we're taking control of the money. And the last thing you want to do is tell somebody they can't do something, especially when it regards their money. You know, are they adults or not? If they're adults, they can do whatever they freaking want with their money. And And now we're voting no confidence in the current system. Also, along with the regulatory side, I think you know we're gonna have to look at broker dealers, ATSs, the way we do interact with light with uh, some of these utility tokens, especially Ethereum. I mean, that that looks like it might have been an unlicensed securities uh, offering, and so maybe the founders of Ethereum and all these ICOs going on in Ethereum, they might want to be looking over their shoulder. It could get kind of wild if there's some enforcement actions. So, anyways, it's gonna be it's gonna be very exciting to see what goes on in the future. Man, I wish I had been able to go to the Satoshi Roundtable, but I had a friend's wedding to attend. And then I wish I could have gone to anarchapoko but we had a couple, two deaths in the family uh, in the last week. So, you know, that's unfortunate. So anyways, it's so exciting, all the stuff that's going on in the Bitcoin space and the cryptocurrency space. The way I look at it is let's let a thousand flowers bloom. You know, the more financial innovation we have, the more currencies and everything we have people working on, all the better.
2: All right, well, that's it for this episode of Double Down with me, Max Kaiser, and Stacey Herbert on Sputnik Radio. Thanks to our guest, Trace Mayer. Until next week, bye, y'all.
0: Be sure to get a copy of the Free Bitcoin Guide at FreeBitcoinGuide.com. Got a question or suggestion? Record your voice at Bitcoin.kn. Don't be shy. To help the show, share Bitcoin.kn with friends, post about it on Reddit, and otherwise, spam the interwebs. Your iTunes comments and five-star reviews are very important to us. Please continue tuning in to the Bitcoin Knowledge Podcast, where we release interviews with the top people in the Bitcoin world. Now take some choline and let that Bitcoin knowledge consolidate.